This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, June 11th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Trump reaches out to farmers. Biotech order expected. White House Ag Labor Meeting and Enviro's vow suit over species plan. E15, USMCA, and Biotech on the agenda for Trump's trip. The Agriculture Secretary, Sonny Perdue, will join President Donald Trump on a trip to Council Bluffs, Iowa this afternoon, where he'll try to reassure farmers who have been nervous about his trade policy and struggling to deal with this spring's constant storms. Here's a heads up. Sources are telling AgriPulse that the White House is expected to announce an executive order directing the FDA and the EPA to work together with USDA to update and streamline their regulatory systems for agricultural biotechnology. The Obama administration undertook a similar effort but did not complete the effort. Last week, USDA released revisions to its regulatory process that would exempt many gene-edited products from federal regulation. Trump's agenda? Well, Trump is expected to talk about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement, the new disaster aid bill he signed into law last week, and the administration's recent decision allowing year-round sales of E-15. Iowa Senator Johnny Ernst will join Trump and Purdue for the visit, which includes a tour of an ethanol plant. Later, the president will also headline a GOP fundraiser that tonight in West Des Moines. New guidance out for MFP and disaster aid. Ahead of Trump's Iowa trip, Ag Secretary Purdue issuing a statement that provides a few new details on the disaster aid and the new trade assistance package and how it will work. The highlights, well, the USDA has affirmed that unplanted acreage won't be eligible for market facilitation program payments, but USDA may provide a minimal MFP payment on prevented planted acreage that is seeded to a harvestable cover crop. The preventive planting assistance authorized for the disaster aid bill would generally be limited to areas that have disaster declarations, although exceptions may be made on a case-by-case basis. This applies to farmers with or without crop insurance. The size of the prevented planting payments will be limited by the $3 billion cap on ag disaster payments. USDA has the authority to compensate farmers at the higher of the harvested or spring price. USDA is reviewing the November 1 restriction for haying and grazing cover crops on prevented planting acres. Now keep in mind, as of Sunday, 83% of the expected corn crop and 60% of the expected soybean crop had been planted That according to USDA. That means about 15.8 million acres of farmers' intended corn acreage remains to be planted. As a result of the planting delays, USDA is expected to lower its estimate of corn production and the monthly World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimate due out at noon Eastern time today. No new extra purchases in the U.S.-Mexico deal. President Trump claimed over the weekend that his deal with Mexico included a substantial increase in ag trade. But Mexican Foreign Minister Marcelo Brard insists that's not the case. We won't have a specific agreement on agriculture products, Brard said yesterday. He stressed that Mexico continues to be one of the largest buyers of U.S. farm commodities and that will only improve so long as there are no tariffs in place. The dairy sector urging Congress to ratify USMCA. Leaders of the U.S. dairy groups have united to pressure Congress to approve USMCA. 
America's current trade agenda begins with passage of USMCA, and we fear that failure to swiftly pass that pact could leave an unwanted impression that the U.S. cannot deliver on important international commitments agreed to with our trading partners. The heads of the National Milk Producers Federation, the International Dairy Foods Association, and the U.S. Dairy Export Council say at a letter to lawmakers. On tap for today, lawmakers will focus on agriculture trade on both sides of Capitol Hill this week, starting with a hearing today before the House Agriculture Subcommittee. USDA Undersecretary Ted McKinney and Trump's Chief Trade Negotiator Greg Dowd will be the two witnesses. They also will be testifying at a Senate Ag hearing that comes on Thursday. White House and Ag groups to meet on labor. Representatives of major farm groups will be back at the White House Thursday to talk about farm labor issues. Ag labor was supposed to be the second step in immigration reform after Congress addressed the president's demands to tighten the legal immigration system. However, there has been no sign that the White House proposals in that area are going anywhere on the Hill. California Democrat Zoe Lofgren, who chairs the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Immigration, still expected to move an ag labor bill to the House floor. Doing that would help rule Democrats on the issue back home, but it's not clear if the bill can get White House support or pass the Senate. Even if something were to come together in the House to get something all the way through to the finish line would be very difficult, said Paul Bleiberg, Vice President of Government Relations for the National Milk Producers Federation. House eyes next week for ag spending package. The House has scheduled debate for next week on a package of fiscal 2020 spending measures that will include bills to fund the USDA, the FDA, the EPA, and the Interior Department. Lawmakers will be filing proposed amendments this week. On the House floor this week is a minibus package of bills that includes funding measures for the Army Corps of Engineers and the Department of Labor. Industry and envirals are split on pesticide plan. Comments ranged widely at a public hearing yesterday on EPA's draft revised method for assessing the risk of pesticides to endangered species. Industry reps were generally pleased with EPA's approach, which emphasizes the use of real-world usage data combined with models and probabilistic analyses to determine whether EPA needs to consult with federal wildlife agencies on the effects of pesticides on federally listed species. Bertalyn McGaughy, president of Compliance Services International and project manager for the 19-company FIFRA Endangered Species Task Force, said the EPA proposal will allow the Fish and Wildlife Service and the National Marine Fisheries Service to distinguish between species of negligible concern and those of real concern. But Brett Hartle, a government affairs director at the Center for Biological Diversity, called the draft document, quote, an enormous step backwards that departs significantly from recommendations produced by the National Academy of Sciences. And in that light, here's today's He Said It. We will see you in court and we will knock down this house of cards. That Brett Hartle with the Center for Biological Diversity on the EPA's pesticide plan. Well, that is Daybreak for this Tuesday, June 11th. AgriPulse Daybreak brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.